Welcome to our Perimenopause What the F podcast, brought to you by the Perry community. In this podcast, your host, Rachel Hughes, talks everything, and we mean everything, perimenopause. She helps us navigate through all our What the F perimenopause moments and all, is this normal? Questions. Rachel talks with perimenopause experts, thought leaders, and inspirational voices of the community. To connect with other perimenopause warriors, download our free Perry app. You can find the link in our show notes. And now, let's dive right in. Can you hear me? Oh, hey. yay! <laughs> hey. like, what happened? Oh, I'm so thought... sorry. You know, I'm I'm uh, I I had myself muted because I was um, well, frankly, I was scrolling Twitter and. <laughs> Well, it wasn't you. It was me because oh. I, I saw us both pop up because I was like, well, let me call in early, like just oh. in case oh, we need so to talk nice about anything. And then oh. I saw nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you see and hear me okay now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. Great. It was all on my end. So don't worry. Okay. Oh, it's very nice to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited. Are you uh, I am really excited. And I am... Um, I'm going to introduce you. How are you, first of all? <laughs> Since we're a little early. <laughs> I know, I'm good. And there's like, I don't know, it seems like tornadoes outside of my window. The wind is insane. It's insane. My, my mother-in-law lives across the street from us and she just yeah. called and said, two trees came down and one broke through the window. It's like, Ooh. Of her house, of her yeah. home? Oh no. Oh no. Is she all right? Oh she's God. Fine. Yeah. Sounds like she's fine, but you know, you could just imagine like the sound of crashing glass is not so nice. No, it's terrifying. May I ask where you are? I know you're on the East coast, right? Vermont. Yeah. I'm oh, in, Vermont. in Vermont. Why did I think you were in New York? I had I no idea. Oh, you were. Okay. Okay. And then I fled during the pandemic Good and, um, you know, my wife is from here and yeah. we have family property up here. And so we said, well, you know, let's just move to the lake house for a short period of time. Yeah. We never and left. We ended the, up buying the, the property. Been ticking ever since. <laughs> well, good yeah. for you. I tell you, we we're in an apartment now and um, I wish we were in a house because um, pandemic living is tough enough but just to be able to get out and be in you know in the world in nature yeah. take a walk it's it's yeah it's, where where in a, where are you so i am in stanford connecticut i'm from the city okay um, and i live uh, i don't know maybe like an hour outside of the city now yeah i know stanford yeah. yeah yeah and, and so you know it's not terribly exciting but it'll well, do but it's close to the city which it's is great yeah and yeah. I mean you can find some places to walk around and that was the biggest thing about here was just like uh, now I walk three to five miles a day and the only things that I see on my walks are livestock yeah. <laughs> and maybe a snake or two and deer That's and awesome. you know whatever but yeah <laughs> no people Good for you yeah yeah um, well, Rochelle Weitzner, thank you so much for being here of Pause While Aging. Um, I'm going to introduce you now. Um, you are the founder of Pause While Aging, and this was so exciting. I learned a recipient of Fashion Group International's Rising Star Award for Beauty Entrepreneur of the Year. Congratulations. Yes. Thank That's you. That was super exciting to me too. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, you're a beauty industry veteran, formerly CEO of Erno Laszlo and also CFO at Laura Mercier. And I don't know how to say revive. Is it revive? Revive. Revive skincare. Yeah. Revive skincare. Okay. Um, so, so I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here to talk to us about skin and about launching your own, um, your own brand that addressed perimenopausal and menopausal skin. Um, we're going to dive right in. But first, actually, I have to say that your products across the board, I've heard nothing but positive things from people about. I love um, that. It, I, 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 it, really, no lie. I, I have heard just consistently wonderful things about what you have. So Good well, that you. makes me, obviously, that makes me so happy because 
truly so much of my personal attention went into creating this line. So, you know, what's so interesting is we were the very first one, right? The first brand <laughs> out there, you know, we're the pioneers in the space. And I say all the time, we created the menopause beauty category. The yeah. fact that there wasn't one before us, like, I'm not the first person going through menopause right. who also happens to like beauty. Right. So how is that even possible? But, you know, so some of the other entrants that have joined the space since us, a lot of them are backed by some of the really big conglomerates. And, you know, one of the things that I pride myself on is I do our product development, right? I am super involved in every product that we put out. And I look at it as I'm creating this line for me. I, yeah. I'm, I'm super vain. I want yeah. this skincare. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's got to meet my standards if I'm going to put it out there in the marketplace. So I really appreciate you saying that because that, that means a lot to me. Oh, good. I'm, I'm so glad. I, um, I'm, I'm interested. I, first of all, I can't imagine sort of what your background in the industry, as it were, um, I guess how much that sort of impacted and influenced what you curated and how you put things together. But then of course there was this, this, this moment of meeting that along with uh, meeting that with your own personal experience. So I'd love to hear more about that, sort of where that intersection happened and when you decided I'm getting into this space and getting out of what you were doing, which was yeah, quite yeah. So. so it's uh it's kind of an amazing story. And the thing about it is it is it's true. It's all totally <laughs> authentic and true. So you mentioned my background, right? I was the CEO of Erno Laszlo before that. I was with Laura Mercier and Revive, and actually Nikeo Beauty was part of the, the company as well. And so I got to really learn about these amazing brands. What's, what's interesting is the very first part of my career was in paper and forest products. Believe really? it or not, I spent the first 19 years of my <laughs> career working for international paper company. Now, how That's crazy it. is that? <laughs> that is completely crazy and so random. And I can't, how did you jump to cosmetics? So random. So what happened care. was I, one of my positions with international paper was I was the CFO of a billion dollar container business headquartered in Paris, France. Ooh. So I lived in Paris for wow. four years and you know, I worked in France, Italy, Spain, UK, Ireland, and Turkey. And one of the things I became so enamored with fashion and beauty. And I thought, all right, when I go back to the US, <laughs> I don't know that I could stay in paper and forest yeah. products. I, I got to do something else. Yeah. And But I was in finance. And so transitioning from finance to finance um, was actually fairly easy to do. And so, you know, I got very lucky uh, going to work for, for Laura Mercier and then to then be able to transition to Erno Laszlo, it really was not, you know, it wasn't that difficult to do. But what happened was Laszlo was sold to a Chinese private equity group um, and they really wanted the CEO to be based in Asia. I didn't want to be based in Asia. Quite frankly, they didn't want me. <laughs> to be based in Asia, because what do I know about the Asian culture? And that was sure. really, you know, the target that they, they were looking to go after. So right. I just left the company with nothing. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I left. And I was thinking about, okay, what's going to be next? What exactly do I want to do? Um, and I was doing some consulting work. I was living in LA at the time driving to the beach and on that fateful drive to the beach that's when the hot flash hit I knew me. it I knew it I knew it that's awesome is that right is that it's what happened? right it's it is a hundred percent accurate I'm in the car I'm with my wife she's sitting next to me and I start sweating and I I'm dying I mean you know hot flash is no joke right and it I was never had first one. hot flash first, first wow. one ever Okay. And I thought I was sick because, you know, you get this crazy feeling almost in your stomach and it radiates up and 
you're sweating and, and dripping. And I'm about to turn to my wife and say, um, what is wrong with this air conditioning happening? in this yeah. car? And she's <laughs> shivering under a blanket. And so I realized at that point, oh crap, it's not the car. It's all me. And, and how was, old were you then, Rochelle? I was 48. Okay. So I was like, yep, I'm old enough. Sadly, didn't want to believe it, but old enough for that first hot flash. And um, so, you know, it's not a joke to say that we continued on to the beach. I got to the beach and I started writing the business plan right then and there. Um, because what went through my mind was, okay, wait a minute. I come from the beauty industry and I know there is no one out there speaking to women like me going through this next life stage and guess what? We have the money to spend. We want the results. Yeah. Who's talking to us? Nobody. And so right then and there, I decided that uh, I had to launch Pause. And, you know, so you may have heard me even say before, Pause was born in a flash, a hot flash. <laughs> and it <laughs> really incredible. was. And then Rochelle, how long before that moment to actual product um, how long a span of time was that? Two years. Okay. Um, and some people will say, well, that's pretty quick. For mm -hmm. me, it felt like forever. Yeah, right? I bet. I bet. <laughs> like ages. Um, but, you know, I think it was pretty, pretty quick because what I needed to do was I wanted to put together a business plan. I wanted to create this roadmap for myself to keep me on track of how to create this company. But then I had to create all the formulas too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it was formulating and I had to create the branding. And by the way, I had to get money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P.S. Sidebar. Yeah. yeah. So I want to talk to you about the, the specifics of the products in a minute, but I, I, I just am sort of struck by how this real life event launched this thing for you. And, and, and really, as you say, you were the first to enter in, um, you know, these products into this landscape. And at the time, was there, I say at the time as though it's, you know, years and years and years ago, and right. we're all only Two talking and a half about- years. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. Was there resistance at all? Or did you sort of feel, did you get a collective? Yes, of course. Why, why isn't this happening? That's such a great question. So I, um, I thought the most resistance I was going to face was around the fundraising, right? So I started out self-funding the company. And it's kind of like what you have to do, really, um, to just sort of get your idea across, get you know some things to show people and be able to talk about what it is you wanna do. So I put a bunch of my money into the company and then I started to do some real fundraising. And I probably pitched the company 200 times to various investors, angel investors, venture capital, private equity. I was talking to anybody who would talk to me and you know, it was incredibly difficult because most of the time I was talking to men, mm. didn't really know what I was talking about, didn't think that menopause sounded like a terribly sexy investment. Right. And yeah. Quite frankly, even the women had yeah. the same reaction of, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't want to think about menopause. I don't want to talk about, it. I don't want to invest in it you know, but not really seeing the big picture and this is everything that's wrong that people have, you know, that kind yeah. of idea mm -hmm. that let's not talk about it. Maybe it'll just disappear. Well, that's not happening. So I did finally find my, my investor. Um, and I thought, okay, now, now it's easy. All yeah. I have to do is create amazing products and I'll chat with all my friends at the press that I knew from my previous positions and everything will be great. No, that is not how it worked at all. Um, so, you know, the product development piece, um, definitely, I had very clear ideas about what I wanted to do there. I wanted to have a, a complex that kind of was woven throughout the line, and it would address these very specific physiological skin changes that we experience with menopause. So product development side was pretty straightforward in my mind. Um, that's not to say that developing those products is easy. It took a lot of time, a lot of iterations, 
especially a cooling mist, getting that just right to where you sure. get the cooling sensation. But that aside, I thought, all right, let me go to the press. Let me get the word out about what I'm doing. That'll be so easy, right? I sat down with every single beauty editor that you can think of, whether it was a Vogue, Allure, Marie Claire, every one of them. And every one of them said to me, great that you're doing this. Congrats. We're super happy for you. But we don't write about menopause. We don't want our readers to feel bad about themselves. So we just don't talk about it. Okay. Can I just pause you right there just to say that is incredible to me because what I'm hearing more and more actually in many ways is that you, in having these conversations, introduce the idea around um, well aging, as you phrase it, which I want to talk to you about, but I'm thinking to myself, of all of the people that you spoke to, everyone would have understood if you walked in the door and said, this is anti-aging. This is an anti-aging product, right? I'm sure. But Mm -hmm. to to reframe everything and speak to women going through something that every woman will go through at some point. That's just it. And it truly reflected the taboo that exists around menopause, very specifically menopause, because I did carve that niche for myself. This was a total white space opportunity in beauty at the time. Nobody was playing in the space. Well, you know, we know why, because of this resistance. But, you know, I, I, I'm someone who I like to fight. I don't take no for an answer. Like no just does not even exist to me, right? (laughs) And it just makes me want to fight even harder. So I hired this badass publicist um, who, you know, had amazing relationships with all of the beauty editors. And we, we changed their minds. And now what I'm hearing is some, is when we do these profile pieces with them and do these articles, they're getting the highest engagement of any articles that they've done. And so now, you know, you can Google us, you can Google other beauty companies out there. Menopause is part of the zeitgeist now, Uh, right? It is kind of everywhere. That's incredible. I'm super happy about it. And, but it also gives the, you know, the other brands that have entered the space are also saying, hey, there's a reason for us to be, this is a real market here. Fortune magazine says that that menopause is a $600 billion opportunity. And yet no one was in the space. It's just, it's kind of amazing to me. It is but, kind of amazing. You know, I'm happy to, to, to be the pioneer. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has not been easy. I mean, you know, to this day, Google, Google will not allow us to remarket our skincare products so I'm talking about a moisturizer, right? We cannot remarket this product because we would violate their health standards, which classify menopause as a medical condition. Now let that really. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So you can imagine I am trying to change the minds of Google, and well, that that's like a horribly slow process. Oh, but, I can only imagine. You know, trying to get it done because I think we have to. It's just, mm-hmm. this is why women don't have enough access to information because we're kind of blocked from being able to share what we have, who we are and what's out there. Incredible. Um, Rochelle, are you still in perimenopause or are you postmenopausal? I, that is a great question. And the reason I can't answer that question definitively is I am someone who suffers from PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, and I'm a horrible, horrible migraine sufferer. Uh, So because of that, I've been on birth control pills, you know, for years and years. I had just recently, like we're talking a couple months ago, transition to HRT because trust me, no one wants me to be unmedicated (laughs) around me. But so because of all that, I have never been off the medication to know did did periods stop or not. I'm pretty sure that they have. I feel 99.9% sure that I am postmenopausal at this point, but. So, so being on the hormones has been helpful to you. 
Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's a lifesaver. Um, yeah. You know, and especially, I don't know if it's exacerbated by the PCOS and the fact that, you know, it causes having PCOS is almost like being um, menopausal for life. For life, yeah. You know, I've been dealing with the hair growth yeah. here yeah. and the acne and hair loss and all of those things, even night sweats. I've had night sweats for 30 years. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So it's definitely helped to keep me uh, kind of in, in check. Okay, that's really interesting. I don't mean to sidebar on this, but that having PCOS has sort of, I would imagine in many ways masked possibly your perimenopausal symptom, or at least merged, sort of, sort of blurred the boundaries and made it possibly difficult to know kind of where you are. That's right. And so I think a lot of people who suffer with PCOS might find um, that the transition might even be easier for them because in a way we've been dealing with it for so long. You know, one of the things is being insulin resistant and why, you know, it's more difficult to lose weight. Well, these are the things that happen with perimenopause and menopause as well. So you're exactly right. Okay. Um, thank you for sharing that. Sure. Um, okay. So, so you told us about the moment that you decided I'm, I'm starting this thing and you're at the beach and you're writing your plan and, and cut to two years or, you know, it took about two years or so later. Tell us about well aging versus anti-aging, because I know that that, um, that, uh, sort of very purposeful phrasing is particularly meaningful to you. Tell us about that. It is, it is. So I have always, you know, this term anti-aging is so negative. It's, it's suggestive that we are against aging. And what I really wanted to focus on was well-aging, which I define as aging well, the way we choose to, and on our own terms. So to me, what that means is, you know, if I want to use products and tools to help me during this life stage, well, that's my version of well-aging. If I'm someone who doesn't want to do anything, I don't believe in makeup, I don't believe in whatever, that's my prerogative as well. And that's my version of well-aging. Maybe I'm someone who says, I got to have Botox and fillers and plastic surgery. That's another version of well-aging. But it's, you know, to say that in any way we are against aging, to me, is just sending the wrong message. And so I didn't want to have anything to do with that. Well, I love it. And I, I really appreciate just sort of personally that, that um, explanation, if you will, because I do think that um, so many women sort of get caught in the minutia of sort of feeling, you know, maybe p- cho- feeling that they're choosing a side, having to defend that side, when really, it should really be what you want, and, yeah. and how you want to feel how you want to look, what, what products you want to use. You don't want to use fillers, Botox, whatever it is. Um, just sort of like a baseline acceptance among each other about that. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, okay. Tell us about skin. If you would <laughs> tell us all about it, Rochelle. Skin. Where do tell we start? And tell us about, I know it's, it's super, it's a, it's a lot. I know. I know. Tell us what you like. Um, but then of course, tell us about menopausal skin um, and yeah. what you wanted to address specifically in the products that you created. Yeah. I think that's probably the, the easier place to start rather than giving the entire history of skin. <laughs> the history of skin. <laughs> to say, I, will, I will say this one comment. It's all about hydration. Hydration Mm -hmm. is everything, both, you know, externally. So with our our moisturizing products, we need to keep our skin moisturized, but also internally. Um, You know, my my team kind of laughs at me, but they also kind of want to do a a challenge because I drink anywhere from 64 to 100 ounces of water a day. Excellent. I'm able to do it. I like hot water and I keep... 
Very few yeah. people oh, see this, but wow. I hate this giant <laughs> thermos. Yes, yeah. My my big huge mug. Yes. Says Paris. Paris. Um, on my desk at all times, and yeah, you get it right. So we've got it. It's right there. It's easy to do. For some reason, I feel like hot water. I feel like I'm drinking a more proper drink. Yeah, just hot water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I I know I I get that though. It just feels like it goes down easier. I don't yeah. know what that is, but it just right. it feels. Uh, it's like a, a water upgrade. Yeah. So that's really, that's a really big, important point around skin itself. In terms of hormone fluctuations and specifically perimenopause, and um, I'm kind of making the assumption that everybody knows the three stages of menopause. I know you've, you've interviewed a million people, tons of experts. I know people talk about this. Um, so I won't really go through that, but perimenopause, of course, is where we tend to have the most what I call experiences. Um, I don't like to say symptoms because symptoms then makes it sound like menopause is a medical condition it's, it's an and it's yeah. not, right? So we'll talk about our experiences. Okay, great. And so we all know hot flashes. We all know weight gain. And for most people, that's all they know, right? And that's when, you know, it's such a taboo because, well, those two things are pretty horrible. And if that's all there is to it, don't tell me anymore. And I don't want to talk about it. Right. Um, not that it gets better, but you know, there are other things to it as well. Um, and so physiological skin changes are a part of perimenopause. And what do I mean by that? We tend to lose collagen. We lose elasticity. There's a loss of radiance and excessive dryness. Those are kind of the common things that we tend to experience um, with perimenopause and, and really throughout the three stages of menopause. So what I wanted to do was create a line that focused very specifically on those physiological changes. And I talked about this desire to create a complex, um, which, you know, to me was just this, a blend of key ingredients that would address those physiological changes. So, um, so that's what I did. And, and throughout all of our topical products, you will find this complex. And you know, one of the things that always bugged me about the beauty world is how you know, things might be hidden around fancy names and you don't really know what's in something. You know, right. This is our proprietary XYZ blend and we're not gonna tell you what's in it or where it comes from, but trust us. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, I created a proprietary complex too. I call it the pause complex, but I tell you what's in it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, you could go on our site and, and read all of the definitions of each ingredient, but it's, it's niacinamide, right? Uh, vitamin B, which really helps to reduce the impact of environmental damage. It assists with the skin's ability to repair past damage including improving the, the appearance of discoloration, fine lines, wrinkles. I mean, niacinamide is just like one of these miracle ingredients, right? It actually encourages the production of ceramides, which form that protective barrier in the skin. Um, and so that's one ingredient in the complex. We have ethyl ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Um, and the ethyl ascorbic acid version of it actually just has increased stability. This is what helps to protect skin from UVB damage. It also can help enhance collagen synthesis. It's an antioxidant. It's an anti-inflammatory. It helps to kind of lighten and brighten skin. So you know how we get some of these dark spots. It, yeah. it helps to inhibit the overproduction of melanin. Um, some other ingredients are um, DMAE which is a, also an anti-inflammatory. It's known to reduce the appearance of wrinkles and especially dark under eye circles, sagging mm -hmm. neck skin. Wow. <laughs> right? So like yeah. all of these things, when you're thinking about, okay, what's, you know, what do we want to put together? I'm a huge fan of peptides as well. And, and peptides are kind of these, these messengers that can tell the skin how to look better. Um, it can help to activate skin's natural production of collagen. So all of these things that we're really looking to improve, 
that's what enabled me to, to select the ingredients that I did for our complex. So Rochelle, when you talk about hydration internally and externally, tons of water consumption, yes, on the skin is um, hyaluronic acid, the hydration, like, is it all that we hear it is? And it is, it is, it, and it is all that. Um, it's, it's wonderful. There is also an ingredient that is um, polyglutamic acid. It's called PA. And it's a peptide that functions like hyaluronic acid, but it's actually more powerful. Oh, wow. uh, it draws water in from the atmosphere to moisturize the skin and support the appearance of a plump, dewy complexion. Um, <laughs> I do so, too, Maria Luisa. She says I like too. more powerful. <laughs> um, me too. So we actually just we just came out with a product uh, a couple weeks ago that contains this polyglutamic acid in it, um, which we call our Moisture Lock Ultra Hydrator, and it's it's just sort of like this miracle product. You can use it. You can use it as a moisturizer. You could use it as a double moisturizer when you're super, super dry, like in the winter time, I'll put on my moisturizer and then I'll layer it with this moisture lock on top of it, mm -hmm. use it as, as a sleep mask. It's great for the body, for hands, for feet, anywhere that you're dry. This is like my new best friend. Rochelle, if you um, suffer with hormonal acne or cystic acne and you know what whatever sort of acne many women in midlife suffer with i i have had a bout of acne issues on and off for the last couple of years are these products okay like when i think moisture and acne i think bad but that isn't necessarily so is it it's not necessarily so but you want to find the right ingredients so like you I had horrible perimenopausal breakouts and I decided I had to create a product that was going to help me because the problem is, you know, when we break out, we think, all right, I'm going to use what I used when I was a teenager. Where's yeah. the benzoyl peroxide? Give me yes. my Clearacel. And, and Clearacel is an amazing product, but it's amazing for young skin that has lots of collagen, lots of, lots of elasticity and can handle the harshness of that benzoyl peroxide. Our skin, more mature skin is thinner, mm. it's less resilient. And so we need different ingredients. So, so I created a product that we call our detox serum. And I'm actually thinking about maybe repositioning it a little bit because I think people don't quite understand what it's for. Um, it's very specifically to combat perimenopausal acne you use it like a serum, you can use it twice a day and it's actually hydrating. It won't dry you out. And so the key ingredient in this is willow bark extract. And willow bark extract is a natural source of salicylic acid. And so it really helps to soothe and assist in, in skin cell regeneration. It alleviates skin congestion and breakouts by gently exfoliating and refining pore size. Um, we also have aloe leaf extract in the product. There's a broccoli extract in yeah. it, um, which actually helps to protect the skin from the harmful effects of UV rays. rays. Um, bromelain is another enzyme. It comes from pineapples and it works as uh, an alpha hydroxy acid through a chemical exfoliation to detoxify and soften the skin. So everything that we put into this product is meant for that more mature skin that needs a little something extra, but needs to fight um, acne. And, and something that we were seeing is with the use of masks, mask me, right? Yeah. This was also a great product to help uh, combat mask me, which is a very real problem. Okay, I'm getting that. <laughs> that is, that has gone on my list. Um, Rochelle, so you so you you you're emphatic about hydration. 
what does skin, mature skin, perimenopausal skin, menopausal skin, what do we not need? So it, it sounds like any, you know, things that are just, just so drying are a bad idea. Is there anything else that you would say, you know, you, you, you sort of maybe felt as you were curating your, your items, um, I don't want this in it or this, you know, this, or maybe someone said, you don't want this in, in, um, products for perimenopausal skin? Yeah, um, definitely, you know, super harsh products, what, ingredients, whatever those might be. So, okay. you know, we, we talked a little bit about benzoyl peroxide being one mm. of those. Um, you know, that's really, I just think about those, those harsh ingredients that tend to dry the skin out. I mean, I also think about, okay, I want to have clean ingredients mm, in my yes, life. Yes, I wanted to ask you about that. Sort of your take on clean, natural, what did I write? Um, and, and whatever the opposite is. Right, that. right. Dirty and... Yeah, <laughs> dirty and soil-like. Dirty what, and synthetic, yeah. Yeah. So, what, so tell me really, about that. It's such an interesting question and debate because people think, well, natural. I want products that are all natural, are organic. Okay, I get that. But there are some natural products that could be really, really harmful, right? I mean, you know, you poison ivy right. <laughs> is very natural. Take right? that, for example. You don't want to put that on your skin. That no. would be a problem. At the same time, there are some um, ingredients that are lab synthesized. So think about, I talked about peptides. Peptides are not necessarily naturally occurring. Okay. So to get that peptide, this, this messenger that I was talking about that can get our products deeper into the cells, we need to create them in a lab. So okay. now they're no longer natural. Um, they're lab synthesized, but clean. And so what I mean by clean is, you know, there are lists and lists of products, ingredients that have, we have as a society have decided are not good for us. Some of them are valid. Some are maybe not so valid. Uh, we could argue about parabens, for example, mm -hmm. everybody is against parabens and you know, the reality is parabens are a preservative and have been in use in cosmetics for a million years. They do a great job. Um, you know, are they in fact endocrine disruptors, which is what we worry about, um, you know, in the levels that we're talking about in products, probably not, but okay, we have decided no parabens, parabens are bad. I you know, my clean list, uh, I have a pause clean standard and we do not use parabens in our products. Um, and so it's, it's those kinds of ingredients that have the, the potential to be cancer causing or, you right. know, in some way disrupting of our hormone systems and things like that. That's what we tend to stay away from. And, and as okay. I say, we have created our own clean standards so that, you know, you can look at our products, you know what our ingredients are. We we created a glossary where we define for you. If you don't know what you know DMAE is, well, we'll spell it out for you. We'll tell you everything about it. And we even tell you where it comes from. Does it come from a plant? Is it lab synthesized? Is it a vitamin? We try These to- These are all really good points. And I think really important for people to understand sort of making their own decisions. Certainly, as you say, there are um, ingredients that maybe endocrine disruptors um yeah. so sort of i'm glad you could say that word because i have the worst time saying <laughs> i i've practiced a lot um but but that you know sort of literally disrupt the integrity if you will of your hormones yeah. um if if I, I i believe that's more or less correct um that's right and like one of the things that i say about our products is that we're vegan Mm. We're gluten-free, we're non-GMO, we're Leaping Bunny certified. That's my nice. favorite certification. Yeah, me too. Cruelty-free, so that was yeah. like a must. Yeah. But we're also hormone-free. Mm -hmm. And so we don't use any soy, we don't use any plant 
you know, plant-based estrogens, because my feeling was any woman, no matter how she gets to menopause, I want her to be able to use our products. Yeah. Chances are if she's undergoing chemotherapy or she has any, had any sort of cancers or is at risk for any sort of cancers, she can't have any sort of soy products or, you know, whether it's topically applied or ingested right. um, hormones. And so I wanted to stay very far away from that. Rochelle, does, does not using some of these products alter or change the shelf life at all of your, uh, I'm sorry, if not using any of these ingredients change the shelf life of your products at all? Yeah. So we, so far we have been able to find alternative preservatives um, and so our shelf lives are, you know, we know for sure our two years, we're still doing some testing to see wow. three years. So we, we're okay there. The, the risk would be if we do start to get to a point where we say some of these other um, preservatives that we're using are also now on the, the no-no list. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a problem. And when I talk about the shelf life, I mean the, the time before a product has been opened. Yeah. Once you open it and expose a product to air, so that's called the PAO, the period after opening, mm. that's 12 months. You okay. want to use your product up. I mean, honestly, you'd want to use it quicker than that, but, yeah. but 12 months is. Yeah, no, that's, that's long. And I think comparable to anything out there. It is. It, it absolutely is. And so, um, you know, we are not, we're not missing a beat as far as that goes with, you know, our products now aren't competitive, let's say with, you know, mainstream products that maybe aren't clean or um, uh, formulate like we do. Um, Rochelle, someone asked, and, and it's a great question uh, about retinol. And I guess, you know, what is your take on that? Is, is that, what do you think? What do you say? Retinol is an awesome, awesome ingredient. The, the difficulty and the reason why I don't yet have a retinol product is retinol is incredibly drying. Mm. Um, you know, typically retinol is something you want to use at night. Um, and you really you have to be careful about mixing it with some other products. Um, so like if, if a product has glycolic acid in it, which our moisturizer does, some people might be sensitive if they're also using retinol and you use the two together. Interesting, okay. It's pretty active. Mm -hmm. So you wanna be careful. I, I think that retinol is kind of a miracle product uh, you know, when we're talking about helping to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And even around, it can be great for acne as well, but you've got to be careful about that whole drying piece. So I'm really looking to figure out how to come out with a product that would be a hydrating version of retinol. Yeah, yeah. no, I love it. Um, can you talk to us a little more about collagen? Um, it, it's such- Love to. The, yeah, I, I, I'm sure it's such the sort of trend product for, for internal- um, yeah you know, for ingestion, but I'm, I'm curious in skin. So let me say this topically applied collagen will do nothing. Stay away from that. So if you find a product that says our, you know, I have a product called collagen boosting moisturizer. That's not to say there is the ingredient collagen in that there isn't what we need to do is spark the body's own collagen production. And okay. so how do we do that? I talked about some ingredients that we use that have the ability to do that, but the biggest way to do it is this fascia stimulating. Yay, that was my next question. And I will, I'll talk a little bit about more, more about that in a second, but right. in terms of ingesting collagen, I don't know if it's beneficial or not. I will tell you this, my, my wife, who's a doctor of physical therapy, um, extremely well-read about anything, loves to read research, she takes collagen, she ingests collagen. Does it do anything? We don't know, right. but we kind of feel like, well, it's probably not hurting anything. Right? Might it be helpful for, for nails, for skin, for hair? Maybe. And so if that possibility is there, as long as we're not doing any damage in any right. way, why, why not, right? right? So I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do think trying to put collagen on your face and think that we'll get benefits there 
that isn't going to happen. Okay. But what can happen? So I talked about our collagen boosting moisturizer, and we recently did a clinical study on our moisturizer used together with this fascia stimulating tool. Now, let me talk about this tool for a minute. This was designed um, in conjunction with my wife, the doctor of physical okay. therapy. I knew it. I was going to say, <laughs> when you said physical therapy, I said, because I worked with uh, a um, chiropractor for quite a long time, and I've had many discussions about fascia. So yeah. I, <laughs> I'm so pleased she weighed in on this. So you're going you're gonna to laugh your head off, but you remember <laughs> that walk on the beach when I was writing the business plan? I literally said to her, I was going a million miles an hour talking about what I was going to do. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have this complex in the products. And she's like, all right, slow down. Great that you're thinking about skin health and wellness from the outside in, but we need to think about it from the inside out as well. I love it. Got to think about fascia. And we have to think about stimulating those fibroblasts. Fibroblasts are the cells that produce collagen. Um, and so from age zero to 20, our bodies are actively, the fibroblasts are actively producing collagen, right? And that's why a young person's skin looks so firm and just amazing. From 20 to 40, the fibroblasts start to slow down. They kind of get tired. By the time we're in our 40s, there's almost no new collagen being produced. But the cells are still there. They're just dormant. And you know they live in the fascia, the fascia, the connective tissue that runs through the body. So we know through science, if we can create something called shear, and shear is where we just move layers of fascia across each other, that we can stimulate fibroblasts. And according to the literature, we could potentially wake up those fibroblasts and have them resume their collagen production. And so the way that you use something like this, first of all, the shape of it, believe it or not, this is based on the contours of the face. These long edges here are really meant to be used in this area of the face in an up and down motion. And I say up and down because blood and fluids flow in every direction, not just up. We've probably been told in beauty, everything is always up, only go on. We go up and down. Right. Also, can I say it looks like, and just for everyone to know, because this is so important, you don't need to push hard. It looks no. like you're going so lightly. You don't I'm so glad you said that. So to, we to think manipulate about, fascia, right? Think about pressure. Pressure would be zero, would be nothing. I'm not even touching my skin. This is like a one or a two. Ten would be extreme, right? You want a level one or two. And so a lot of times people will say, this is, so you're bringing up a lot of great things. First of all, isn't that gua sha? Well, gua sha, and isn't this a gua sha tool? Gua sha is a methodology. Gua sha is not a tool. It's a method of doing something. Gua sha literally means scrape red. And gua sha is amazing for the back, the neck, you want a very experienced person to perform gua sha because if you really do Google gua sha and what it looks like, you're going to see these red streaks all over the back and the neck. Do you want to scrape red your face? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So this is, this is not for gua sha use. We talk about the pause method and what makes this tool unique is its beveled edge and the beveled edge allows us to use that pressure level of one or two that I was talking about to create that shear that stimulates those fibroblasts. So you can use it in the neck area, right? I mean, neck is one of the most difficult areas to actually see improvement. And it's only, you want to do this about five strokes per region of the face. Okay. This edge, which kind of looks like a fishtail, mm -hmm. I love right in here, right? Getting in and defining and toning and tightening this jawline. You can use it up here to kind of work on the eyebrow area, the upper lip area, right? And And then this is used in conjunction with your collagen boosting moisturizer. Yeah. So when you use the two, you would put the moisturizer on first, 
you know, a generous amount because you want the tool to have slip and glide. It needs okay. to be able to move freely. Right. And so I mentioned, we just did a clinical study and over eight weeks, we found that um, the participants that use the two products together experienced a 24% improvement in skin density. Wow, that's it's, incredible. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. In skin density, which is which would mean it's collagen. The collagen, the plumpness, the firmness. Um, Rochelle, someone is asking, Maria Luisa is asking, is there a video on how to use this tool? There are so many. <laughs> on your website, I think you. you yeah, so on our website, which is pausewellaging.com, we actually, um, there is a page uh, for more information about our tool. And there's a whole page dedicated to the tool. And there's a few different videos there. There's one of me using it and explaining exactly, you know, how I was just using it. Um, there's even a TikTok video that I did. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. All right. If you're on TikTok, you can see. Uh, right. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so so it, th this percentage, this measurable percentage increase in collagen as a result of using these two. Yeah. Products. And so the other thing and is every night you do this every night, five minutes a day. So okay. like, I like to sit in front of the TV. Mm. I'll keep a mirror with me because I do mm. like to, to watch, sure. you know, how I'm doing it and making sure, sure that I'm, I'm getting everywhere. But only five minutes. That's it. Um, and what you'll see, because we we put on the website on the product pages, some of the before and after photos, mm -hmm. and you can actually see tightening and toning in you know, one of the participants neck area. There's another woman who her forehead, like, if I didn't know better, I would have thought she had Botox. Her lines were gone. Well, honestly, I hate to say this because it sounds so silly to say to you, but you have beautiful skin. I mean, oh, you, you really, you. it sounds so, of course you do, but so, you know, it's redundant to say so, but you really do. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, oh, it's incredibly you. beautiful. Um, Okay, I am. I'm wondering. I, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I am wondering about. Um, so, I, I want to hear sort of what you and Pause Well are up to or working on. But I'm curious about the science um, behind skincare and sort of what you're seeing on the horizon, if anything. Um, sort of where skincare is going. Yeah, you are. They're walking the <laughs> And I mean, who would know that I'm 95, right? <laughs> no, we would never know. Right, right, never right. know. I am 53 though. I'll I'll just put it out there. Thank you. Um, but really it's it's the hydration. I'm telling you, it's okay. Both using a moisturizer. If somebody will say to me, Well, I don't want a big routine. I don't like to do a lot of things. And, and that's me too. I don't wear makeup. I mean, yeah. nothing, right? I like things simple. If you do nothing else, you want a really great cleanser. Our hydrating cleanser is awesome. You keep it in the shower. It comes in a tube, you know, just to, to cleanse your, your face and then a moisturizer. If you just have those two products, you're in great shape. You really don't need to do more than that. I, I, I meant to ask you this a few minutes ago, but take us through quickly. You mentioned so many already, but you have a cleanser. You have, take us through just really quickly what you've got. Yeah, I yeah. love the simplicity also. It's key. It really is. We don't and, and you can, you know, we can make things as simple or, you know, a little bit more complicated based on what we're comfortable with and what our needs are. So, um, one of our products that, you know, let's kind of almost separate it from skincare is okay. the cooling mist. Yes. So because the, the line was born in a flash, a hot yeah. flash, right? Yeah. I had to have something to address um, the hot flashes. And so our cooling mist is different than what you might think of. It's not a facial mist. Two sprays to the back of the neck or pulse points cools you down for an hour. It's kind of remarkable. You can use it in the chest area, but you really don't want to spray your face. You don't need to. It's quite active, the ingredients. It can uh, sting if it gets in the eyes. You want to stay away from eyes, mouth, you know, any sort of 
orifice openings. That sounds horrible. I know, no, but no, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> I, I'm that's, talking about. That's really incredible because it's almost I. I carefully use the word. It's sort of it's a cute medicinal product. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very targeted for something that's going on and to give relief. And one of the things that I hear a lot from our customers is, yeah, a lot of them that that go through chemotherapy have chemotherapy induced hot flashes. Yes, yes. And it tends to bring on a lot of anxiety. And so our mist actually gives them tremendous relief. It's very calming, it's cooling, it's very refreshing. It's got an interesting scent to it. Um, And we're finding that originally when we brought it out, we called it, and you can even see it on this bottle, hot flash cooling Mm -hmm. mist. We've since changed the name to just cooling mist because guys have found it. Moms use it on hot kids. Interesting, fantastic. so that's a little bit outside of the realm of, of skincare, but, you know, so collagen boosting moisturizer, we talked about that. Um, one of the, and all of these topicals, even the cooling mist has our pause complex in it. So okay. it's got those, those, those ingredients that will help deal with the physiological skin changes we experience. And then we'll add some additional ingredients based on what it is that we're trying sure. to do. Um, in the case of our moisturizer, we use an ingredient that's called the cockadoo plum. And this is, um, it's a skincare superfood. It actually is 55 times, it has 55 times the vitamin C of a Florida orange. So super powerful for boosting collagen, reducing visible dark spots, and really giving skin like that that healthy, youthful glow that sometimes we lose thanks to this life stage. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, go on, I'm sorry. So we talked about hydrating cleanser. That to me is just the one, you keep it in the shower, it's in a tube. Um, I think it's over my shoulder here in the background of mine. Um, And I just... I love the feel of it. Love it. I cannot go a single day without that product. Um, and that has like lotus flower extract and uh, there's, there's Alan in it, um, which is a hydration ingredient. The other product we have is a, what we call a four in one micellar water. And so okay. if you're familiar with the micellar waters at all, um, that this actually helps to, it's your cleanser, it's your toner, it's your makeup remover, um, and it's it's hydrating. None of this is going to strip any of the you know precious um, moisture that we need to keep in our in our skin. And Rochelle, is that micellar water to be used after your cleanser or? Prior so to- I would say, I mean, look, me personally, I would use one or the other. Okay. I, I generally don't use both. There, there are times when I have to put makeup on yeah. <laughs> for various events. Yeah, yeah. And those are the times when I'm really using the micellar water. You want to use it with a cotton round. Right. And you want to soak that cotton round in the water. You kind of touch it to the skin and then move it around. And that kind of activates these okay. micelles, these little molecules, and it, it gets rid of lipstick and anything you could think of, it will remove (laughs) that makeup. Okay. Um, We have an eye renewal treatment because, you know, let's face it, the eyes are are pretty important in those damn dark circles. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about it. Had it my whole life. Yeah. I I can't wait to use your cream. Um, So that's really, you know, we're, we're focused on helping to alleviate dark circles with our, our eye treatment. Um, And what's interesting about our eye treatment, you could actually use it on the upper lid as well as under the eye. So some products are only Mm -hmm. certain areas. Ours, you can use it all over. Mm -hmm. It's got peptides. It's got hyaluronic in it, all kinds of fantastic ingredients. We also have a face serum. We call it our complete face serum. It's the highest concentration of the pause complex. Okay. So if you were you know, thinking, okay, how do I fit a serum into my ritual? You, you want to cleanse. Cleansing is your first thing. So whether you're using a hydrating cleanser, you're using the micellar water, whatever makes sense for you, you Mm -hmm. cleanse, 
You then put your serum on because we go by the, the texture, right? Okay. We want to go from thinnest to heaviest. Your, your serum would be next and your moisturizer on top of that. Okay. Um, and then the detox serum, I talked to you about that already. Now, can That's you combine serums? So you really would want to use one or the other. One or the other. Okay. You could use one at night and one during the day, but really, you know, if you're someone that suffers from the, the perimenopausal breakouts, I recommend the detox serum. That's what I'm doing. Go right with detox serum, get your moisturizer on top of it. You will be in amazing shape. Okay. Okay. And then I mentioned we just had a new launch very recently, which is our Moisture Lock Ultra Hydrator. It's just this multi-use hydrator that is this light, but yet super intense layer of hydration. Um, it smooths, it softens, it conditions skin. I have anecdotally heard from people that somehow, and I cannot tell you why this would be and whether this is factual, but that it helps to heal bruising very quickly. Wow. Again, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but I've something heard from a few people. So it's like, there must be something there. And then like my father, he has a, he sleeps with a CPAP machine. Mm -hmm. You know what that is for sleep yes. apnea and you have to wear yes. that super tight mask. Yeah. He's like, it tears up my face. I have acne from it what can I do? I sent him a tube of this. He's like, you have changed my life. Like, really? Well, I, I really need you to write a testimonial. Then. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> won't cut it down. I need you to write it down. Really? Exactly. Wow. So it's quite healing. It seems to be. Interesting. Um, Rochelle, what, what is in store? What is next? Can you share with us or what maybe can you share you are thinking about? We are thinking about everything, right? I bet, I bet. Um, we are, you know, we're still in that, in that stage of life where we are continuing to expand our distribution. Hmm. So, you know, you can, you can find us on our website, of course. We're actually in Nordstrom now. Congratulations. Thank you. Fantastic. We're on Macy's.com. We're on LordandTaylor.com. Um, we're on qvc.com. Uh, great. Soon to be Neiman Marcus. Oh. Lip oh, products fantastic. on the horizon. Yes, yeah. lip products on the horizon. Yeah, okay. we really, really need to come out with a lip product. Um, that's for sure. Um, okay. So I would say, yes, it's on the horizon. It's not going to be super fast, but definitely on the horizon. Um, I would love to, to put SPF in our moisturizer. Um, but it's gotta be, I want to keep our moisturizer, but just be able to add the SPF in. If anybody knows anything about what it takes to formulate products, putting SPF in, in something is incredibly costly and it really it becomes an, an OTC product an over the counter product. And so the, just the by FDA putting SPF in it. Yeah. The FDA requirements are pretty strict and, you know, and that's a good thing and they mm -hmm. should be, but it's just, it takes a while and, and it's expensive to do. Um, so that's something that, that will come. And what's next for you? For me, um, <laughs> I just want to keep spreading our, our gospel, hopefully changing policy where mm -hmm. I can. I really want to make a change at Google. Um, I'm looking to just completely break the taboo that surrounds menopause and really have this be something that we no longer cringe or have to come up with some euphemism to talk about the change or something horrible like that. So, um, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. Rochelle, I just thought for a second from the beginning of our conversation, it, are the conversations that you're having now with, um, you know, magazine beauty editors and the like, have they changed since? Completely. Those, yeah, I bet. I bet. Everyone's jumped on your wagon now. They, they all have. Yeah. And now, you know, we go into tons of, of detail and, you know, excruciating discussions about all of those experiences that we have. And, you know, I might talk about crime scene periods that we have when I'm 
you know, whoever I'm talking to from <laughs> Vogue or wherever, right? But I mean, these are important things and people need to know, you know, they're not alone. You're not the only one who's experiencing this. And, you know, I joke about it and say crime scene periods, but I know that that is a thing. Yeah. Periods become crazy, crazy heavy. And you start to think, what is going on? Am I yeah. dying? And, you know, it's kind of how I felt with my hot flash, but mm-hmm. It's, it's important that we normalize those discussions and so people can feel better about themselves and not feel, you know, ashamed because Vogue isn't going to print something. Now they print it and, you know, they actually write about us quite often, which makes me very happy. That's wonderful. Um, thank you for joining us, Rochelle. It's just Thanks been a pleasure to speak with you, to learn from you. Um, you are really just uh, breaking ground. You have you. Thank you, Maria Luisa. Um, I, I am I am really struck uh, and just uh, terribly excited to have met someone who's really kind of busted open the door on this conversation. Well, not just around you. skincare, but really, you know, the broader conversation around um, women in this very natural phase of life. Uh, I should, for, for some women, they, it, it starts earlier. For some reason, they're, um, you know, for some women, they're introduced to it for various reasons. Um, but uh, virtually all of us will go through it. And so That's thank exactly you for right. the work that you've done. And um, we look forward to more um, and hearing from you more. And I'd love it if you would come back and talk to us again sometime. That would just be I would absolutely love it. I just have to say, I love what you guys do. And the content that you put out is, I think, extraordinary. And, you know, some of the the Instagram posts, I will just laugh out loud. (laughs) And I feel like most of them like, wait. That's me. Somebody (laughs) just got in my head and wrote down every single thing that I was thinking. Yeah, they're great. It's wonderful. I I appreciate that. Um, So yes, let's keep our relationship up. I would love to come back anytime. And And lastly, might I, I say that you are generously giving away three of your products to someone who I believe was announced, uh, Melissa. Malabranch is the winner. Uh, and um, uh, whoever's manning the call tonight, Julia or Laura, has already Yay. sent Melissa details. So, Rochelle, thank you for that. Um, Melissa, you're, oh, hi, Julia. Melissa, you're in for a treat. Uh, really, thank you so much. It was just an absolute pleasure to meet with you and spend this hour with you. Thank you. For me, too. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks, everyone, for coming tonight. Be well. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Perimenopause What the F podcast. The perimenopause journey can be lonely, and it doesn't have to be that way. Make sure to download our free Peri app to connect with perimenopause warriors in the same stage of life. See you next time, Perry sisters.